Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast once again. Brother Mark Ajo here, coming to you from the United States, while Brother Tim Dodd is right now traveling in Ethiopia. He's had some campaigns there in the capital city of Addis Ababa, where Brother Mogus Gida is the pastor, that church that has risen up over the past few years, and more than just a local church, it seems that it has become an outreach center to the entire country. So Brother Tim has sat down with Brother Mogus for an interview as they finished the first set of campaigns and are now preparing to travel to other places in the country. So God bless you, Brother Tim and Brother Mogus. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you, Brother Mark, and greetings to everyone from the country of Ethiopia where we are currently ministering and laboring amongst the believers over here. It's been a tremendous experience so far, and maybe I'll elaborate later or in the next podcast, but we have today an interview with Brother Mogus Ngida, the pastor from Ethiopia, and so I won't uh, introduce it, but uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy hearing from Brother Mogus personally exactly uh, what is taking place in Ethiopia. Yeah, God bless you, Brother Tim. Also, I'm uh, so excited and very happy to have you back with us after uh, Corona uh, has struck the world. And it's been a long time since we didn't meet, and but now God made a way for us to reunite together again. And we were uh, exceedingly excited to have you back. And uh, at the time we spent together in the conventions, we've... Uh, as it's just like as you said, we've uh, I tried to gather all the believers from all corners of the country, uh, the people that have that we have ever been to uh, through a mission trips, uh, the people that have we've gone to uh, distribute books and have uh, mission work there. But recently, uh, as per your coming, uh, based on your coming, we've uh, we've organized a meeting here back in Addis Ababa, and we have had uh, lots of believers. Even some that we've uh, we've met two years ago, that made it possible for them to come, and that meeting was uh, a perfectly all right, and we were fed on the word of God. And Amen. We had a wonderful time. Um, how many people did we have in the meeting? Uh, okay, I, could, I would say that on Saturday we had uh, over 100, 100 people, like probably one hundred ten or one hundred fifteen. And on Sunday, we had also around 95 to 105. Yeah, in these meetings, one thing that is uh, so impressive is that many people, even unbelievers, came in and joined, and they've been hearing the word for the first time, and they were impressed. And some of them are, in fact, uh, uh, pastors of denominational church that we 
I used to talk to about the message and this time when they knew that we have a visitor, they were able to come and they, they, they were commenting that they have never expected it this way. And it was such a wonderful meetings and God has been gracious to us on that. Amen. It was wonderful meetings and the presence of the Lord was very powerful. And uh, I can say that uh, he anointed the word in an extraordinary way. And like you said, there was, I think, two denominational ministers there yeah, on Sunday? Pastors, yeah, there are two denominational uh, ministers. They are pastors, of course. I think uh, they, they lead over 500 people behind them. And uh, we were able to uh, invite them, and they came. And uh, they really enjoyed uh, how the world was being presented and um, uh, the depths and the, the, the revelation of the world that uh, God brought in our midst. And, of course, they are denominational pastors. They don't know that it is, it is the messenger of the hour that brings all these uh, revelations and God uses an anointed man for that hour and brings it for his bride to close them in. And uh, uh, it was really, really a wonderful moment. Not only these two denominational pastors, but also what really impressed me was that um, we have elders, uh, uh, so to say, aged uh, brothers, I mean fathers. Uh, one of them came from, I think, 350 kilometers away from here. And a very old man. And he was, uh, he was here with us. He was, um, uh, he was able to hear the message for the first time through his son. His son lived uh, six months ago. And when he knew that there is a convention, he invited his mother and his father. And his father and mother, they, are, they came in, in, the, in the meetings. And they were so happy. And they, they, were, they went back when they are rejoicing, I believe, soon. And very soon they will, they will receive the message of the hour. Not only that, but also other uh, elderly people that um, we've uh, we've had in the meeting, just like you saw, Brother Tim, and uh, we have different uh, levels of people invited. Once some, uh, since also the location of the church is on on a public street, uh, people just walk in and uh, they will be able to hear the word. And uh, by God's grace, I could say that um, uh, right now the message of the hour is uh, penetrating every corner of uh, the country. Uh, in those in those two meetings, there were six souls that were able to be convicted and uh, believed the message of the hour, and they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I wanted to talk about those six baptisms. There's some tremendous testimonies come out of those baptisms. Now, the people might remember um, a couple of years ago, and it's hard to even say a couple of years because two years ago is just before COVID, yeah. so it might have been two years before that. There was a, a man that was dying of tuberculosis, sure. and he was in the local hospital here in Addis Ababa, but he's from a remote area. What is the name of that area? Uh, the, the name of that place is called Chabo, uh, probably 150 kilometers away from here. Okay, and, and he, uh, he was the brother of a sister here. It was Sister Buzanish, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, and uh, she asked you and, and Brother Bus to go and pray for her brother who was dying. And so he, uh, the Lord raised him up miraculously. The people in his village were expected that he would die. And so we are, uh, out of that come some testimonies. Yes, uh, that brother, uh, as Brother Tim, you tried to mention, is, uh, he was uh, on a dying bed. He was almost uh, dying. And then uh, we, by then we were able to go to the, uh, the hospital and we prayed for him. His brother Buzz here. 
And after that, he went back home, and uh, the people never expected that they would live again. And uh, they, were, they were so excited to see him alive, and he went back home, and they arranged a meeting for us. Then, uh, by then, we went there, and we preached to several people around him. And, in fact, they even changed his name. They called him Lazarus because he's, uh, he was almost dying, and God brought him to life again. The people of his own village called him Lazarus. Yes, because they sent him, uh, almost they ho- lost all hope again for him. And um, uh, after when the Lord raised him and when the Lord healed him completely, they, they saw the great miracle of God on his life, and they called him, still they called him Lazarus in his, in his village. So we knew that when he went in the village, mm. that people called him Lazarus instead of his name, Tavara. So... Uh, after that meeting, of course, we had uh, several trips to that place, and uh, people uh, have been really convicted about what uh, this brother has been. I mean, what convicted, what touched this brother, the life of the message and the voice of God through uh, his prophet this age. The, let me just interject here. I think there's been a number of baptisms previous to this weekend because of his testimony. But this weekend, his own daughter was baptized. Sure. Uh, previously, over 10 people or 15 people have been baptized in that local area. But uh, in this specific convention we had, uh, just like last weekend, uh, his daughter, his firstborn daughter, and um, another friend of him, that he was able to testify to him about this message. And uh, they, they, they came, uh, I think there were like seven people that came from that local place. Uh, of course, to his daughter and another man, uh, uh, caught the revelation of the message of the hour. And they were, as you saw them, they were baptized in Jesus Christ's name. The, one of the other baptisms, very interesting, we origin, you originally were having five baptisms. And uh, one of the other ones is quite interesting. It reminded me of the story uh, the, that occurred in Brother Brano's ministry very early. He talked about going and preaching in a place, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was a rough place, not many believers. And the town bully came to the church and, uh, and you know, wanted to break up the meeting. And that's not the case with this baptism, but, but that was the story back then. And... Uh, Brother Branham makes a statement. He says, he stayed just a little too long, mm-hmm. and God convicted him, and he got baptized. So we had an interesting situation. We had wonderful meetings, and, and uh, the bus, they brought a bus with 27 people from Hawassa, uh, which is about how far from here? 275 kilometers. 275 kilometers, okay, so that'd be about 150 miles, 180 miles. And, uh, and so with the believers and the atmosphere of the believers on the bus and everything, and, and then the, the ministry of the word being anointed to the people's hearts in the service, there's two bus drivers, a bus main one and an assistant. The assistant sat in all the meetings, and God got a hold of his heart. And at the end of the meetings, after all the baptism has, has taken place, he, he made it known that he also wanted to be baptized. Sure. <laughs> that was a really amazing testimony, Brother Tim. And um, uh, of course, as you saw and you said it, and uh, after we end, we finished up baptizing the five, five ones, and uh, this one came in and uh, he's been really been convicted of this word, how the word has been presented in uh, the atmosphere, even in the bus and the church, the order, and how the sisters are dressed, and also how the service has, has, has been going on. And 
he according to him he has been he got tired of these denominational churches so called prophets and here and then uh, he, he said that he he got tired of them he never went there he was is kind of a backsliding christian mm-hmm. so to say but when he came here he said that he was impressed that uh, to see a church that is still orderly and uh, the word of god being uh, preached uh, with a with power and demonstration i mean as in strongly mm-hmm. so he when he saw everything uh, uh, and he was very happy and he wouldn't want to go back without uh, being baptized in this true baptism in jesus christ's name then he got baptized then he went back and we are even hearing a testimony from him from that day he is uh, he has received a tremendous uh, uh, joy in his heart Amen. so we are keeping in touch with him he's such a wonderful brother uh, and uh, one thing that really impressed me is that uh, god can uh, god can uh, pick his seed from anywhere and right. in any condition he came doing his business he's a co-driver with the car uh, there's a main driver he's a co-driver he came in and he was uh, there throughout all the services then at the end of the day god uh, god got a ho- i mean god got a hold of his soul and he went back when he's already <laughs> full so god is good in that now, i want to be sure and catch these testimonies brother mm-hmm. mogus so mm-hmm. uh, i want to ask you about another one there was mm-hmm. a man that was baptized i think that was a minister already sure. yeah that that brother is uh, he used to be a minister in another denominational church uh, uh from the location that he came from uh, if you remember previously we had a brother uh, who believed this message and uh, not only believing also he gave part of his his house for a fellowship and uh, this brother for, brother of us uh, always was keeping in touch with this denominational preacher and uh, he used to give him uh, a tracts and also used to have uh, conversations about the message and when they knew that, when our brother Tesfar knew that there is a convention in Addis Ababa he invited this preacher with him and they came to Addis I mean before they came to Addis Ababa uh, God uh, he said on baptism uh, he said that God confirmed to him you are going where the true word is being ministered and whatever you are being told for him to to answer it by action so God confirmed with him God that confirmed with him that uh, he is going to a right place and uh, based on that uh, of course he came into the convention he's been hearing uh, how the word was uh, being presented and how he'd been convicted in his heart at the end of the service he couldn't uh, sustain uh, he just had to surrender to the call of the, uh, the voice of God and uh, he was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and as a nice brother as I could see him is a mature person of course as in a mature in the word because he has been a minister in an international church and we uh, we request prayer for him that God use him mightly uh, for this message in his entire area i'm sure the listeners will be praying for him and for all of the others amen there's one other baptism i'll ask you about i think it's a great testimony uh, and that is the one that your wife played a role in and uh, there was one man that was baptized that uh, is a taxi driver and became a regular taxi driver for your wife go different places shopping and things and and so why don't you just share that testimony yeah that's uh, one of the testimonies that really trailed my heart and um uh that that brother you know we of course we have a a vehicle that uh 
I severally moved from place to place because of the ministry, because of different things. That sometimes when I'm in church, she may she would uh, use a taxi to come to church or maybe go to some other places. So she came across this man, Saruna uh, Anap, that uh, is a, a driver. That she one day, that one specific day, he dropped her in church. Then the next day when they met, uh, of course, when she's going back to church another day, she, uh, in fact, brother, um, I mean, uh, Sister Mercy, wherever she goes, she likes sharing the word. She likes uh, sharing testimonies with uh, whosoever she meets. So this this specific man, she also kept testifying to him about the revealed word and how uh, baptism, about baptism and other things. And one day as they are going, as he is bring her, bringing her to church, I think that was... Uh, on Wednesday, and she she showed him uh, how uh, uh, how baptism is important in as in in um, in uh, in uh, Acts chapter two uh, from verses thirty six, where the Bible says, "Repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the the gift of the Holy Spirit." And this uh, promise unto you and the ch- and to your children and to those who the Lord will call from far off. So. Uh, when she saw him this uh, verse, the the brother he couldn't drive. He 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 parked the car aside to see and to read it for himself. Mm-hmm. And he stopped the car. He read it, and he said, "This is a truth." He mm-hmm. said to her, "I've been always a believer, meaning a Christian, and I was never baptized. And I just believe by faith. And this is real, and this is truth." And uh, that day, as uh, they were having conversation, uh, having communication about this, she re- they reached in church, and she left him at that. Now, recently, when uh, when we prepared this uh, convention, she also remembered him and invited him. So he came on Sunday. Then, uh, when we were uh, announcing the people, the number of people that are going to be baptized, he also raised his hand by his own self. He said, I need to be baptized. Amen. And uh, we baptized him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He went home rejoicing. Amen. And we have uh, his contact right now. And we can even say that uh, we have a driver now in our church, a brother, who can uh, <laughs> help and assist also in other things when we needed these transports. And he's a nice brother. He's got uh, a very good heart, and we loved him. And uh, we request the believers whosoever is listening to this podcast to pray for this convert not only for him but also to others and right now this word this revealed word of the hour the lord is taking it throughout the country i believe the next five years in the next five years uh we will not see a place where the message has not reached that is (laughs) that's the truth amen brother mogus and i believe that too if the lord tarries uh, i believe the 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 word is gaining momentum in this country and uh, just for the people that are listening, Ethiopia is a very religious country, and uh, the, the, they have the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, which is very strong, and the people are very uh, religious, even to the point of being very spiritual. And this coming weekend, we're in the middle of the week here, but this coming weekend, we're going probably to the most religious place, which is the town of Hawassa. And uh, we're going to be having meetings there. The Lord has been moving in Hawassa, uh, using the brothers here. Also, Brother Basabozi has come from Uganda and ministered there. Uh, and so uh, there's been quite a number of converts, as I already said. Uh, 27 of them came to the meetings, but that wasn't all of them. 
and uh, there's more there. And so uh, uh, why don't you just share with the people, Brother Mogus, what is the, um, how the, the message has begun in that area and how it has reached out into other areas and, and just kind of what is happening. Sure, Brother Tim, uh, Awasa is, um, as you say, the center of uh, all religious uh, people. I mean, they, they choose to be in that place. I mean, they have uh, their quarter headquarters in that area and many different religions. And, um, but by the grace of God, uh, we were led to that area long time ago, I think five years ago, when we began going to that place. Uh, firstly, it began with a, a convert of a, a brother who, is, who has been working in a factory. Since then, we've been continuing to go to that place. And by the grace of God, God brought, I mean, a brother who has been part of us here, Brother Tim, and he relocated to Awasa for the purpose of work. So he became our, uh, so he became our constant uh, contact for whenever we go to that place. Brother Tim is a deacon here. And, but he's originally from Kenya. He's a Kenyan, yeah. and uh, he was relocated there, though now he's being relocated back to Kenya. Sure. So carry on from there. Yeah, so Brother Tim uh, was part of us here and has been uh, serving God on the capacity of being a deacon here in Addis Ababa. But when he got an offer of going to Awasa, Awasa is uh, 270 kilometers away from Addis Ababa, the center. So since he went there, we... It's like we have gotten an open door for us to go there regularly. So since he went there and God used him mightly, mightly or him also, and also we've been going, Brother Baz, other brothers, we've been moving, we've been traveling to that place for mission work. And one time specifically when Brother Baz and Asagid went there and many came to the knowledge of Christ, to the fullness of the word, and got baptized, and that uh, triggered the beginning of a fellowship. So since that fellowship has been uh, has begun, Brother Tim has been there as a as a coordinator of the work there. Of course, as here from here from Addis, we've been going there regularly. And recently, Brother Tim had to relocate back to his country, Kenya, where, where he came from. So right now, uh, as we are talking next week, uh, the, uh, I mean towards the end of the week, we are traveling to Awasa. Um, to uh, number one, to encourage the believers and uh, to have your brother Tim also minister to do, to those new converts and new believers in Awasa, to to help and strengthen and uh, encourage them in the word. And we are also making that Awasa as a center to bring other believers whom we have reached to to other places, brothers in Shone, brothers in Sodo, brothers in other areas. We are organizing for them for that specific meeting in Awasa. And I believe God is raising a very strong fellowship in Awasa. And uh, uh, God, uh, I believe, he will, uh, he will bring it to maturity where they will uh, need uh, a leader or a pastor. But meanwhile, we are here, and brothers, we are trying to support and encourage them in the word for them to, to establish themselves in the word. Amen. And, and I will say I've been very impressed with the brothers here that are ministering and translating the Word of God, uh, the different ones we've had uh, some time together since we've been here. And uh, I've been encouraged myself to see the growth in the Word of God of these brothers and of yourself, Brother Mogus, especially, and see how God has matured you in the Word. And we thank God for what He's doing here. And thank God for all of the outreach that's going on uh, in 
uh, Ethiopia, all of the souls that are coming in. I've always found, though it's not great in number at this time, I've always found the testimonies of the people and how God leads them to the message as being very, very supernatural and, and very sovereign, how God has reached out into areas that you would never think of going to, and then he brings them in. Yeah, uh, it's true, Brother Tim. We, uh, as a prophet, would say that uh, uh, being convinced then concerned uh, I can say right now we have reached to the level where we are all concerned about not only about our souls or ourselves, but all, but to the entire nation. And um, that is the basis where we could see even the brothers uh, laboring in translation in different languages. Right now, Brother Asagid and Brother Ephraim are laboring uh, in translation. You could see from uh, from the message hub that uh, a number of translations have been uploaded, and uh, not only just translating and uploading them, but recently we were able to uh, print the Church Age book uh, and uh, one uh, one thousand copy, and that really uh, really touched our hearts, and we were really impressed and thrilled in our hearts to see to see the work, the message in our own language. <laughs> Amen. Now, in Ethiopia, there's three languages that are main languages. That's, that's Amharic, which is kind of the national language. Uh, there is Afanaromo, which maybe has more population understanding that language. And there's also the Tigrinya language, which is in a region that right now is cut off by the warfare that people have maybe heard about going on in Ethiopia. But uh, we were very happy, as you, Brother Mogus, that for the first time, the Church Age book has been printed in the Amharic language, the national language of Ethiopia, and we were able to give those Church Age books out during the convention this past weekend. That was weekend. really wonderful uh, because uh, uh, that convention, as in it was uh, for us here in Ethiopia, it was uh, the first convention we had. Uh, uh, it was different in kind and in how it was, and we, as in we have all the believers together, whosoever we, we were able to reach out to. Of course, when you, when you are in, in outreach, sometimes you could just minister the word to them and they don't know what it is and all that. But uh, such a kind of meetings, when we come together, it is something different. And many of them, they were convicted in their heart, not only just to believe it, but also they were able to be convicted of it, uh, concerned about it. And we were up, happy to, uh, to distribute this, uh, these printed books uh, we had a church age book and another small tract and others as well. Uh, we we distributed them among them and some of them they carried them. And right now I could say that this this message in a written form it is reached almost every corner. Now you can find the church age book in a remote area now. Somebody has picked it. <laughs> it is going very far, 500, 1,000 kilometers. In fact, there is a brother who came from uh, 700 kilometers from here. He went, is it? So it, it means, I, it kind of remembers, I mean, reminds me of what the prophet would say that uh, at the end time, I mean, this, this message is to be, to be carried out through the young, the young ones. Right. The young ones who take it in, in jungles, and I don't know exactly how I put it, but he tried, I mean, he said that the young ones will fasten the coming of, the coming of Christ Amen. because they will just take it every corner. 
and that's last soul would come in. So uh, this message right now, not only through uh, uh, mission trips, physical trips, but also the printed materials, this, the, the, this revealed word is going viral every corner. It's gone, and we've seen people have carried it happily, and I believe maybe very soon it may even reach the, uh, the prime minister's office. You never know, and they will read it. <laughs> read it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So be it. <laughs> as long as they believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you say viral? The message has yeah, gone I mean, viral. I said that did you because, uh, right now, uh, uh, even unbelievers, when they see, oh, this one's the message, end time message believers, they already know who we are. It is. People are speaking about us. I mean, it's 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 almost it's it's public right now. We Amen. are known in Ethiopia, and uh, and the message is known. It's viral. It's going every corner. It, it's a topic of discussion in every houses almost. Because the, the, if there is one person convicted or heard of it in any other in any meetings, then he would go home and it because it's new to them all. They've never heard of it. It's a new thing, but the truth and it's it's been a topic of discussion. And uh, we could even find someone on the road when you are going, and uh, I will meet you, and I want to uh, talk to you about this. And uh, I could uh, say that uh, it's going uh, in every corner, and we're being—I mean, the message is being known, and it's—it's it's go- calling the ones who are predestinated to life through it. So we are happy for that. <laughs> amen, amen. I've just never heard the, anybody use the term "viral" with relation to the message. So that, that's an interesting way to put it, and, and I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. No, it's it's tremendous what God is doing, and and also uh, as the people know, we have a printing work in Uganda that we use to supply the the tens of thousands of people that are coming into the message there, and uh, I, I will say just drop it in here that I just got a text yesterday from from uh, Uganda saying you know we have uh, we have people backed up to be baptized waiting to be baptized many people waiting to be baptized but we've run out of funds so they're waiting for a fresh supply of funds to and, and what we do there is we supply them with funds to put gas in their vehicles and uh, maybe rent a bus or a truck if necessary to take the people to water and all of that so uh, I'll say the message is also viral in Uganda <laughs> and brother Basabozi uh, came from Uganda to support the meetings here and also brought uh, a one title in the Anaharic language yeah, for the the stature of a perfect man, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. and so that also was given out to the people here in Ethiopia. So we're very very thankful for that. Amen. Well, uh, we could go on and on and on, but I think we'll bring this one to a close, and uh, maybe have a further update next week. Uh, we're heading down to Hawassa for the meetings this weekend, and trust that God will uh, use those meetings. And bless the people. If the meetings are anointed like he anointed the meetings here, we are going to uh, receive great things from God. I'll say the meetings here in Addis Ababa have been anointed and blessed above my own expectations. And I had some very specific expectations and desires before the Lord. And I'll say God has exceeded those. It reminds me of the scripture, you know, that he is able to give us exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or say. And so we're very thankful to the Lord for his grace to us this week. And so thank you, Brother Mogus, for being with us. 
And uh, Lord willing, we'll update again next week. Uh, God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Brother Mogus. And God bless you. Thank you, Brother Tim. That really gives us a taste of what is going on in Ethiopia right now with those campaigns. And uh, I'm really excited to understand that the campaign isn't over. Uh, you are traveling on to other places. And I'm really expecting that there will be more wonderful testimonies coming out of those upcoming meetings. That's true, Brother Mark. It is truly wonderful what God is doing here. We had a convention last weekend. You call it campaigns. Um, it was more a convention organized by the believers here for the very first time. And they did a wonderful job. And you can hear by the testimonies that the impact of the meetings was just tremendous in the lives of the people. We had over 100 people gathered in from the different regions of Ethiopia. And so there's been some tremendous growth in the churches, uh, in the spreading of the message rather. And I will say there's been tremendous growth in the lives of the people. And I can't say enough about that. When it comes to Brother Mogus, the pastor in Addis Ababa, I want to give him a little bouquet now. You know, I've seen some tremendous growth in his life and ministry. And the believers that are under his ministry, there's been a tremendous grounding in the Word of God. So we thank God for what he's doing here. As we often say in our opening and closing comments on the podcast, this message is not just about getting people to the waters of baptism. End time evangelism is twofold. Firstly, to find the bride, and secondly, to clothe her in the Word of God. And so I can say both things are taking place here in Ethiopia. It's growing, and I'll say even over the last year, there seems to be some real momentum taking place. Uh, I won't say yet that it's a sweep of the Holy Spirit. We know it is the Holy Spirit working. However, in the future, in the very near future, we may just see God begin to uh, move in a greater way than he has in these last few years. So remember the people of Ethiopia. Remember them in their giving. They're still a very fledgling work. And we trust that God will use the uh, resources that we've given them and to bless them and to increase them and as they spread the message of the hour. So God bless you. Until next time, we say shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at 
info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you.